Hi guys, I'm Angela. And I'm Laura. For today's episode, we're going to be talking about growing up. And Laura had this episode idea, so I'm going to let her take the lead. (laughs) Okay. Alright, let's get started. Okay, so basically, this is kind of an impromptu um, episode, but I was thinking about it um, a lot because I keep watching, like, shows where people, you know, talk a lot about, like, their personalities and, like, mostly, you know, um, idol groups. <laughs> yeah, stray kids. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, but, like, I've been watching a lot of it recently, and basically, they talk a lot about, like, how they grew up together and how it, like, affected their personalities and their likes and dislikes and how it affected, like, themselves and like the fights that they have made me think about like growing up like what does it really mean to grow up because all of them are like what 19 20 21 22 ish around that like age and I was thinking about it like what is what does growing up mean because like all my life you know I was like oh yes I'm like really really old I always felt really mature and really old for my age and turns out you know I haven't even gotten to be 17 yet and I felt like 17 my whole life even if I didn't like you know make the best decisions ever and like make decisions that a 17 year old would but like I feel like I'm just touching the surface of like growing up and like getting into like being a teenager and what that means for me and I don't know I was thinking about it a lot so what do you think the definition of growing up is like what's your definition of it I think growing up is just learning more about yourself and about the world And also, growing up is absolutely terrifying, and I feel like when you're younger, you're super sheltered, because you don't understand much, like, there's really nothing in your brain to think about, like, it's literally head empty, no thoughts, or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, the thing about growing up is that you learn about these things that go on in the world, and it makes you feel, it makes me feel kind of hopeless sometimes, and it's just, like... I want to be a child forever. I don't want to have any responsibilities or um, face reality and all the cruel things that happen in this world. And I want to talk about something later, and we might need a trigger warning for that. So we'll put that in later about um, learning things that we wish we hadn't known about the world Mm. in terms of growing up. But yeah, I think growing up is super scary. And honestly, I still feel like a child. What am I saying? I am a child. I'm barely (laughs) even in high school. Um, Bro, you're older than me, so, like, I'm the real child here. I guess, but growing up is just, I think it's a good thing to mature and learn about yourself. I just wish childhood would last longer and it didn't pass so quickly. Mm. I feel that. I mean, yeah. Like, there are times when, I, I don't know. I mean, there are times when I've really wanted to just go back. Like, just be, like, 12 like, you know, like, playing on my yeah. DS and, like, ignoring life, basically, and not worrying about anything except for what clothes I was wearing. Um, exactly. I don't want to worry about taxes or getting a mortgage. Like, what in the world? Why? <laughs> I am never ready to do that. Or, you know, finding or, like, solidifying yourself into a career yeah. or, I don't know, just dealing just adulting you know yeah I feel like growing up I okay I'm sorry I say I feel like a lot but (laughs) growing up (laughs) to me is like it's not only like becoming more aware of yourself but like I'm I 
I'm like experiencing how it is to feel like more aware of myself and to feel more aware of like who I am. Um, but it's not only that, it's also like a societal thing because, you know, as you grow, there are, as you said earlier, responsibilities. And before quarantine, I feel like, okay, my God, sorry. <laughs> but before <laughs> quarantine, I was more of the type of person, I had a different attitude towards life. I was more the type of person to be like, um, I don't want any responsibilities. I don't want to be old. I don't want to get old. I just want to be a kid. But as time went on, and I realized that there's a lot of things that like I could have been doing that I didn't do because I was like afraid of, I guess, going out of my own comfort zone. Little things like ordering for yourself at a restaurant. I don't know why, but there's like there's like this like Gen Z meme about like how Gen Z can't like they will attack people online and like buy tickets for the president's like rally so that but people they can't can do anything in person yeah but they literally cannot like order food at like a restaurant <laughs> so yeah i saw that like three months ago but yeah i feel like little things like that like things that are adulting i was talking to my mom about it and i was like will i ever like be used to or be more comfortable with doing those things and she was like no you probably won't because i'm not like nobody really likes doing some of those things like those things like I don't know going to a store and like you know how you go to a store usually and you don't like buy anything it's usually your parents buying something if you're like going with your parents like that level of like responsibility and like what is it called it's not individuality it's like independence independence (laughs) um yeah it's like for me that's really scary because I am not the type of person to do any of that like my bank card, I forgot the password. I can't even call the bank to ask them, like, how to help. Like, there's, like, a number. I can't even call that hotline. Like, it's it's a bit of a problem for me, but I'm wondering. I mean, also, I'm, like, 14 years old, so, like, whatever. But, like, I feel like because I'm, I'm going to rant, but I feel like because I'm young, like, I, a lot of the people in our grade are, like, 15 or 16 or, like, turning 16 or 17 and because i have had less (laughs) (laughs) but because i've had like less experience with like the world and life in general like i'm literally going into college a 17 year old turning 18 but like i'm not you know like i've had less experience with the world so i feel like that in itself i have a lot of growing up to do because i've always been the young one in a lot of grades so yeah yeah i think for me especially with my parents who um, don't really speak English like very fluently or like they have an accent and so it takes longer for them to do things than it would for a person who has an American accent. So oftentimes ever since I was really young they would make me do a lot of adult things and so mm-hmm. I would have to call the bank and ask them about invoices and um, deadlines and late fees and ask them to waive all of that. And I didn't even know how the banking system worked and I would have to do things like that or calling credit card companies or my parents, like when they created quotes for um, their business and stuff, they would make me write emails and things like that. And I was barely even in elementary school and I was doing all these things because um, I spoke English better than my parents and Mm. so I was exposed to these adulting things earlier than most kids I would say and it's just kind of scary because I do this for my parents but 
I don't know how I would ever do it for myself because I don't want to. Mm. I understand Um, that. It's just weird because all these, I feel like I kind of know, understand that aspect of adulting because I've done so much for my parents. Like even their taxes sometimes, I would have to do all of that for them. And then also the thing is, so, like, all the school things that schools needed and health forms and all of that, I would have to be the one to request all of that and sign all of that. And even, like, contracts and things like that. It would always be me. And so it just feels so strange because I'm, like, when I was eight years old, I was doing these things. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know how the world worked, but I was doing these things. And so it feels weird to me, you know, because I don't understand this world. I'm not an adult whatsoever but I'm doing these things for my parents. And sometimes I get annoyed at them and I'm like, you're the adult, so why can't you do these things? But at the same time, I understand why they would rather me do it because I can get things done faster if people just understand me better, especially on the phone and things like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like that part made me feel like I grew up faster because it almost felt like it was a burden for me to be doing these things that, parents should be doing mm-hmm. which sounds terrible to say but that's how I felt mm-hmm. I think I can make up a lot of deep philosophical psychological things mm-hmm. but really have no idea who I am myself mm-hmm. and I think that is what scares me because I'm like an imposter yeah I mean different experiences lead to like different mentalities and attitudes about life yeah I went on a really long rant. No, right no, there. no. It wasn't a long rant, but it was just really long. <laughs> no, but, like, I, I understand what you're saying. Like, I I have, compl- like, a completely different, like, relationship with, like, the way I feel that, like, growing up. Because, like, my parents, like, I, I don't know. Like, I always thought I was so grown because I would read books that were, like, really advanced. And, like, I'd read about, like, 17-year-olds. Like, well, that's just Harry <laughs> yeah. Potter, but, like... I would read about, like, people who are a lot older than me always, and I always felt like I was, like, up to par with, like, the way that they thought and, like, their mentality or whatever. And, mm-hmm. but then I realized how much I don't know about the world. And, like, I realized how much, like, I just stay in my room. Like, I don't, I have enough, like, privilege that I can just hide in the closet if there's anything bad happening. Like, my parents won't. Like, they know what stresses me out and what doesn't. So they won't tell me, even tell me, like, certain things that, like, will stress me out. And I feel like in that way, I've always been a little bit sheltered. And it's not their fault because, you know, they were just doing their best. But at the same time, like, you can't, nothing will be perfect, you know? Nothing will be perfect. Like, the way I think that a child to be brought up may not be the way that my child wants to be brought up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it won't, it won't be perfect, so... I understand that because my parents still treat me as if I am a five-year-old sometimes when talking about things like they've never talked to me about um, things like sexual assault or Mm self-defense and things like that. And so in that aspect, I wish they would tell me more or just have conversations like that because maybe it might feel awkward for some parents because of culture and like just the gap especially like for immigrant children but I just wish I knew more about that and so I think this is where we can put the trigger warning okay 
Um, I'm going to talk about like sexual assault and rape and violence and things like that. So I have never had a conversation with my parents about these things. And a lot of the time when I found find out about these things, it's through the internet. And I'm always so shocked and disgusted by the lack of humanity in this society sometimes. Um, I think I told wait, I did tell Laura this, but on my Instagram, I saw this post about Junko Furuta, Furuta. I have no idea how to pronounce her name, but basically she was the 17-year-old Japanese girl um, in the 80s who was, who was abducted by four other youth, and she was just assaulted and abused, and so much disgusting violence was inflicted upon her, and she was raped hundreds of times literally and she died from traumatic shock from all the damage the boys um inflicted upon her and when I read that I literally cried afterwards because I thought to myself I did not know the world had people who are capable of doing things like this and I didn't want to grow up and I didn't want to go out into this world you know because I want to I don't want to ever face things like this or hear about things like this because it's just so disheartening and absolutely disgusting you know yeah that's definitely like huge aspect like ever since I was young like I I guess that I only discovered this now really the reason behind it but I definitely was like upset that I had to be a woman and had to go out in the world alone like being a woman like I it shouldn't be something that scares me but it does scare me, like, even, like, walking to a cafe in Exeter, for Christ's sake, like, I was super afraid. Like, me too. I didn't know who to trust, I didn't know who to, like, like, I was by myself, and, like, it was literally down the street, and I was meeting someone there, and I was like, I'm scared. Like, why should I, why should I be scared? There's not a single reason why any girl, or guy, or anybody, any child should be scared walking down the street when they're just doing like normal things you know like they're just trying to live and that just made me curious about what is the world doing wrong so that a person would find committing crimes or inflicting violence more attractive than being a good person you know yeah and that makes me want to do everything in my ability to change at least some aspect of that so the world is a better place for people to grow up in because after reading about Junko's story, I was, I grew so fearful. And this isn't, obviously, this isn't the first time I've heard about these disgusting sexual assault and rape and murder stories. But hers, if you want to read more about it, feel free to do so. But, you know, a trigger warning. It is very, very graphic. And I was just so shocked. And, you know, Laura and I actually texted about this and we were like maybe we should create a code for us to text each other if we ever need help in a situation Mm -hmm. and I think it is so disgusting that we even have to think about things like that in the first place when we're not even you know out of high school and not even in the real world you know yeah it's it's really like (sighs) like I feel so desensitized towards it because like, ever since people have started speaking up about it, like, there have been countless of books and novels, like, written about yeah. it to, like, inform people. And I've read so many of them that, it, like, 
the fear I guess is like the deep-rooted fear lives inside me but it's so like deep that I don't like like if someone's like talking about it I'm not like immediately like really like there's no really real reaction because it's so common and I hate that it's so common I hate that it happens to so many people like I had talked to people who have been victims of sexual assault and I didn't even know and it hurts it hurts me because like I I can't even understand the mentality behind people who do that I don't I don't even understand how they could think that their action is okay and sometimes there are times when like I saw I saw a post somewhere that it was talking about like how guys often um I'm not saying this is true for everybody but a lot of guys often um divert the attention to like those um I think it's two percent of the false um, accusations yeah the false accusations and those are probably the people who are who have accidentally like one time like done something that could be considered sexual assault if someone had pressed charges because like they persuaded the girl or guy or whoever it was to say um yes when they were saying no multiple times and you know things like that and Mm. it's probably true like people don't want to admit that it's it's such a thing it's a thing that could happen but you think like it's oh it's okay like this person like the thing is like I don't understand why someone would ever want to falsely accuse someone, which is why I believe we should, you know, take people's stories with 100% seriousness and believe Mm -hmm. them unless, you know, there is just outrageous evidence that suggests otherwise, because I don't think anyone in this world wants to be known as the girl or the guy or the person who was sexually assaulted, the person who was raped, the person who was you know abducted no one wants to be known for that and so when people speak up about these things i do not believe whatsoever that they're doing it for attention but instead they're doing it for you know just spreading awareness and showing courage and you know just telling people ways to prevent these things from happening you know it's so disgusting yeah although there are like i can envision there are some type of people like just like there are people who are um, who do sexually assault other people because they think it's okay, there are also people who think it's okay to, because like oh it's such a common thing now and people take it really seriously. A lot of people take it seriously. I mean, not everyone does, but yeah, and so they'll make up these stories. Yeah, and, like they're, so but it's a maybe small getting money percentage. or something. It's a small yeah. percentage. But those people, I would argue, are just as terrible as the perpetrators because you are threatening the legitimacy of the movement yes you know and it's very very disgusting i've said disgusting so many times but there's really no other word to describe this yeah there's no word in the english dictionary because it should not be even happening exactly and also speaking of um when laura was talking about like walking downtown to exit or even just to go to a cafe or something i remember once like our friends we all went to starbucks Oh. And we were with the some boys, and the boys left first, and we stayed afterwards. And it was like eight p.m. or like really late, and it, it was, was dark. super dark. And I remember I was so upset that the boys just left without even thinking of us, and it was just me and Laura. And I wish I didn't even have to think about that at all because I shouldn't have to be afraid of walking back to school. Um, 
at 8 p.m. with my friend, you know? Yeah. But I just wish that they had stayed behind because, unfortunately, like society, yeah. if they see guys, then they're less likely to inflict any sort of violence. Plus, none of them are, like, taller than us. so It would have been helpful, you know? Bro, all of them were, like... 5, 10, except 5, 11. for Aaron. Okay, except for Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. But don't worry, Aaron. Um, he's maybe growing. one day. He's one day. Yeah. We'll look up there. But yeah, <laughs> honestly, that was really scary. But thank goodness that my advisor... Yeah, Laura called her advisor to pick us up, but it was also because it was super cold. It was freezing, bro. And the yeah. shadows were like... There were a lot of shadows. That was an interesting time. That whole night... For some reason, like, this is a little off topic, but like, it was so hazy to me. Like, I can't remember a single thing that happened. I was really that anxious. night was a bad memory. It was a bad day. It was yeah, a bad memory. It was a really weird day. Like, I had such like a. I felt so disoriented because we were in a different town that I wasn't used to. Yeah, and like I was so anxious. Like, my yeah. Also, levels... mind you, we were also afraid because we were literally walking like on a. It's not like a highway, but it's like a major road. Yeah. Yeah. But and so. Yeah, there was a sidewalk, but it's like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, that, oh, that was such a weird memory. Oh, my God. I miss, I kind of miss it, but I don't. Same time, because, like, I don't remember a single, like, it was just, like, fog. Yeah. Weird. Jeez. Also, speaking of Exeter, I think Exeter has made me much more independent than I already was and it made me feel like an adult and then I come home and my parents treat me like a baby and it just it's very disorienting (laughs) (laughs) because at school I feel like this responsible adult who manages everything on her own and does her own laundry and you know cleans her own room you know and I'm just Um. walking downtown as if I'm a college student and then I come home and my parents treat me as if i'm a three-year-old who isn't capable of anything (laughs) (laughs) like for me okay i i use the same sentence starters in every single podcast (laughs) episode because like i am the type of person who does not want to be like this is my opinion you better believe it like this i'm gonna assert myself no i'm like i feel like like i think because i don't want to be like be more confident no, what if it's wrong? That's the thing. Every time oh, I'm who confident, cares? it's wrong. Okay. Well, there's lots of other people who are confident and they're wrong. So. That's true. Okay. Um, <laughs> did I forget? No, I didn't forget. Yeah. So basically, when I'm at Exeter, I don't do my laundry when I'm supposed to. And I don't clean my room. And I don't feel like an adult because I'm literally... Well, okay. <laughs> fall term, I did. I felt... I had this, like, delusion that I was, like, the coolest person around. I was like, yeah, guys, like, Lara. <laughs> yeah. I hate that. I hate myself in fall term. Like, that is the, one of the times of my life. I think the only time in my life that I actually hated myself. Like, mm. you know, future hating past. Mm. Not at the time. At the time, I thought I was really cool. Um, Not really <laughs> cool. So, whoever knew me, please, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I forgive but- you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, but, yeah. Uh, and then, like, winter term rolled around, and after I spent, like, a week with my family, I realized how much I missed them and how much I need them to baby me. So then my mom started calling almost every single day, and I felt like a child again, and I was really happy because I enjoy being babied because I am scared to grow up, but I'm also excited, if that makes any sense. 
Oh my god, I remember I my parents called me so often to the point where I just stopped picking up. <laughs> and I would maybe call them like once a week and my dad, he's like super busy and so I called him maybe like bi-weekly. So mm-hmm. I wish I had called them more because you know, they're my parents after all, but everything just felt so strange because especially with the lack of communication with my parents it literally felt like I was an adult yeah and also I don't get homesick or anything and so I literally felt like I was 23 (laughs) living in a city bro when I'm 23 I'm gonna I literally graduate college 21 like I'm not even I'm just baby like it's completely (laughs) just a baby I'm literally a baby so I'm actually kind of excited for that but anyways um yeah I don't know man like I'm actually excited this time around because you know we're lowers and like wow oh god that that feels so weird because i just want to be a prep forever i don't want to be a prep because preps are bullied but lowers are the cool ones okay like (laughs) they're not actually but like like, i mean prep and i'm like you know it looks like it's snowing outside it's not it's just pollen (laughs) i mean i would take the hazing you know honestly i don't want it there's no actual hazing just a disclaimer there's no hazing Um, well it's not real (laughs) it's more like playful teasing but it's it's not don't worry we don't like that yeah i'm not i'm not even gonna expose some of the hazing rituals in the boys dorms not even going to expose those are more like like the old like the old hazing things but it doesn't happen anymore like at least um, my knowledge <laughs> yes. yeah don't get bullied also the thing is like extra treats us like adults and so that's re- i feel like that oh, is really great i appreciate that so much because i would hate it if they treated us as if we can't make decisions on our own or they don't trust us like they 100 percent trust us mm. well i mean yes and no I don't. I don't like it personally because then that means I have to like keep up with deadlines. And, like, yeah, yeah. I, don't, How do I, I hate deadlines. I they claim they a hundred percent trust us, but they still implement rules suggesting that they don't. And in terms of individual encounters and experiences, maybe they don't a hundred percent trust us. But overall, they pretty much treat us like adults. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I learned that about myself, you know, as I'm growing up, you know, I'm learning more about myself, but I learned that, like, I hate deadlines. I like doing things on my own terms. Like, I hate, like, oh, your homework is due tomorrow. No, actually, I'm going to make it do, like, like, I hate when there's, like, deadlines for me. Like, I can set my own deadlines. Thank you very really? much. Really? Yeah. I feel like deadlines are the only way I can stay on top of things. Because otherwise, I would just feel like everything's optional and I could just keep pushing things back. That's what I like. I like everything being optional because then I'm like, you know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying not to be a lazy person, but I have been lazy in the past. I'm reading this book called Atomic Habits um, by James Clear and it's really good. And he's talking about like how when you're building habits, you need to, they need to be identity based instead of results based. So like, instead of being like, I'm going to work out so that I can lose weight. You need to be like, what kind of person loses weight quickly? Or what kind of person um, like is the kind of person who would lose weight or like lose weight quickly enough. And you do it like identity based. 
So, like, I don't want to be lazy, but calling yourself lazy is just going to lead to, like, bad habits of laziness. So, I'm not lazy. I was lazy, but I'm a new person now. I'm a change. They're just manifesting yeah, it's basically, it's manifestation because I feel like, like, if, I have noticed that if I say things like, I'm really bad at taking care of plants, then I become bad at taking care of plants. Or like, I'm really bad with animals. Like, I become bad with animals. But like, I'm like, I'm good with animals. Like, all the animals flock to me. Like, bro, I've been saying that I'm good with animals. Is this just the life. law of attraction? Yeah, pretty much. It, it, I mean, it does work. There's like, because like, why would I lie, you know? I feel like it works, and if you don't feel like it works, then okay, boohoo for you. But, like, if you do think it works, then good, because you have another, like, tool in life, you know? I feel like I believe in the fake it till you make it, but, like, the whole manifestation... But that's literally what manifestation is. I know, I know. That's what manifestation basically is, but I never did it to... Like, I never thought about saying things like, oh, I can do it so that I can... Well, saying so I that can because... do it doesn't do anything for me. I actually have never said that to myself. I can do it. I said yeah, it but once. like just just thinking about something happening. It's I don't do it to like manifest it. I do it to prevent myself from freaking out. And because if I do that, it will just prevent me from doing it. Also, this kind of doesn't have anything to do with growing up anymore. But yeah, a little like the whole manifestation thing. Like I if I could, good. if manifestation were guaranteed to work a hundred percent and it is scientifically proven i would manifest myself to um know what i want to do with my life in the future because i don't know yet i think that's a type of manifestation that will not be possible because like manifestation is possible to assign like to agree like scientifically i feel like because like the way your brain works if you build on these things and like if you like, it just, it works so much better. Like, if you build on, like, especially with the habit thing, like, building on their, like, your identity, it actually does work. Like, I've done it in the past, and it does definitely work. Manifestation has no scientific basis. It doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, it depends on, like, what type, what, what you're, what side you're really looking at. Like, it's what you were saying was, yeah, what you were looking at is, like, what people call, like. Make it till you make it. Yeah. Because, like. It's not necessarily, like, the, what I was talking about was not necessarily manifestation in a way. Like, he's using, like, science to... It's just, like, changing the way you think about yourself, which is good. Yeah, like, he's using the, like, the, the science of things because what he was talking about was that systems are better to change rather than goals. Like, goals, you're looking at an end result, right? But system, But systems are, like, habits, and your habits can help shape who you are, really, right? Like, yeah. You, if you build a certain amount of habits and you build like a system that helps you get to the place that you want to get, then you get there easier and you can sustain it more, right? Because like mm-hmm. if you want to, I don't know, be an athlete, you're like, my end goal is to run a really what's it? What's a good like? I don't know anything about running. Like what a four k or something? Is that is that good? Like a five k? Yeah, five k. There we go. So you want to run a five k? Most runners, if they say that that's their goal they'll stop running right after. Like, they don't have a reason to keep running. You know what I'm saying? But, like, if their goal is, I want to be a runner, not I want to run a 5K marathon, I want to be a fast runner, then they can build a system around that that can help them win things like 5K. And, like, they they can do things like a 5K marathon and, like, you know, be good and be fast. And it helps, like, it preserve it long term, I feel like. 
yeah, this has nothing to do with growing up, but it does, but it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I just read a lot of self-help books recently because I think that that's cool and I like discovering myself. Yeah. Like- yeah, I, I feel like I haven't done much self discovering at all in my entire life i have like major imposter syndrome like all the time and i always feel like i don't deserve the things that i have no or i don't deserve like i shouldn't have these accomplishments or i shouldn't be here or i don't belong somewhere Mm -hmm. and it's just it feels so strange because i can write things and present myself in a way that makes me seem really confident or intelligent or you know just knowledgeable and aware but deep inside i'm like who even am i i'm just an insignificant speck of dust in but this entire universe true because i mean it you? kind of is yeah but i don't ever think that way because i'm a little self-centered um like <laughs> i don't care what the universe like i don't care if i'm tinier than the universe I'm the center of my own world. So, like, I'm going to make it mine, you know? Because, like, what else am I going to do with it? But I understand what you're saying. I just cannot. Yeah. I, I've never thought that way because I'm just like, haha, Lara is cool. Lara is best. So, <laughs> not, not to that extent. Funny. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> God, my ego. Can someone, like, pop it when we get back to campus, please? Like, just someone talk to me. I feel like your ugly. ego is acceptable. Some other people's egos? No. no. also another thing about growing up is i have learned to differentiate good people from toxic and terrible people who are nothing but they just want to leech off of you yeah and you know they they they're never happy for any of your accomplishments and they purposely take things that they know will irk you and put them right in front of your face Mm. all while smiling at you and pretending to be your friend and i think that is the most despicable thing ever and yes unfortunately with growing up you meet those types of people but i think it's a good thing because then you figure out what kind of friends you want and who's a real friend and who is just there to leech off of your success and happiness and take things away from you deception in its finest i don't know i'm like naive like i have talked to i have like had people be my friend and then suddenly like this happened a lot prep year like i didn't realize what kind of people people were until other people told me what kind of person that they were Mm. like there would be times when i had like a a specific friend like i interacted with a specific friend and then someone would say after they left like oh they're this type of person i was like huh never noticed that ever like I'm just blind, and like if someone at- is acting nice to me, like I'll be like, "Oh, they're nice." Like sometimes, I can't help but trust in the people, even if they're not a good person. Like, out of like jealousy or spite, I've just been nice to them. Oh yeah, guys, I think we're gonna end it here because I have nothing else to say. Do you have anything else to say? No, except for the fact that growing up is hard, but I also don't want to ever be an adult. So, yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Um, you know, if you have any feedback or suggestions, you can always reach us on our website or DM us on Instagram. 
Yep. And stay tuned for an episode that will be released two weeks from today, where we will have a very cool announcement. Yes. All right. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.